Welcome back to another episode of Let's Have a Sip. I'm your host, Sean Drinks. Bobby Randolph, ladies and gentlemen. What's going on, man? How you doing, buddy? Good, man. You've been doing all right? Yeah. Just uh just working and doing the podcast thing and like it. Sipping and I got back in the gym recently. So God, I need to. (laughs) Feel good about that. So I feel a little bit better about myself mentally. So. <laughs> yeah, I seen where you had Donnell and Nate on a while back. Oh so. yeah, yeah, they're they're always a good time. I I, I enjoyed having them on. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, we take care of their vehicles and stuff. So uh, oh, you know what? Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, I think he told me about that, or maybe yeah, you mentioned yeah. it to me or something. Yeah, they were actually we had their truck in there the other day. Poor Donnell's got horrible luck with that truck. So oh, the the big blue the Ford, like Ford yeah. F yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for I mean they're having horrible luck with it. It was something after something after. I mean there's always something going on. So, dude, but Nate, so that car that Nate has, whatever that old oh, the jalop- sa- the Sable or whatever it is, the Mercury Sable, the Jalopy. So yeah, the big four door car. Yeah. So the so for everyone watching and listening, the people that we're talking about, Nate and Donnell, they own the Grit House Gym in Cleveland, Tennessee, and super cool people. Nate, awesome Nate people. and Donnell. Nate and Donnell still have this old car from like 1991 or some shit. I don't know how old it is, but it's old. So it's old. Yeah. Exactly. So he's like, I'm not buying another car. I don't want to have a car payment. I'm like, I feel that. So yeah. And there's some, they got some cool stuff going on. I don't, I don't know if I can talk about it or not. So like, I don't know if they, if it's been voiced or whatever, but hopefully they got some good stuff coming in their future going on. So I hope it works out for them. Yeah, they had talked about um, what they're trying to expand with the gym and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Okay. So, okay, yeah, then then they yeah, no. then that that's been brought up. Good. Yeah, no, they were very open about that stuff, and yeah, I just didn't know like if anybody knew, and I didn't find out until my wife told me. So, yeah, so they got I like what they got going on, but anyways, enough about them. They're not on here, so <laughs> this is about you. So, Fair enough. I, I was talking to my fiance about it and she was making me more excited about it. Cause I'm always like prepping questions just in case I'm like, what do I, what am I going to ask you? So yeah, no, some um, kind of dialogue. Yeah. So whenever you're dry, like, so you have a car that's called the ghost. Yes. Okay. I think it's like the ghost 2000 or something like that. It, just the ghost. Uh, it's a S 2000, but we call it the ghost. Okay. okay. So I know nothing about your car all i know right. is that it's extremely fast it runs and i think i think that's i think stuff like that's super cool so you want to kind of speak on what exactly you do with your car yeah yeah of course of course so basically um i, I have a honda s2000 we call it the ghost but um we put a big we well, i say a big v8 we put a v8 in it uh from a chevy a big turbo and um set it up for drag racing um but we run a what's called a small tire so it's a 28 inch tall, 10 and a half inch wide slick. Um, so we do small tire racing. If people watch Street Outlaws or whatever, those guys run like 33, 1650s and stuff like that. Huge tires. Their cars make, you know, 3,000 plus horsepower. And the guys around here, we don't have that kind of budget. So we do small tire stuff. We like it. It's fun. And it takes the wallet out of it a little bit. So, you know, you can still have a wealthy person do well, but in the kind of racing we do, which is called no prep racing where they don't put glue down that makes it more of the tuner and the racer knowing his car and his chassis um it's more for them and it gives them a chance so you know like say you know i don't make 
three million a year. So since that somebody rolls in with a car and they make three million a year and they put two hundred grand a year in their car, we can't compete with that unless it's on no prep because that all that horsepower doesn't matter if you can't get it down the track. So, but that's what we do with it. Um, I named it the Ghost. God, I don't know, seven eight years ago, something like that. It's actually technically a twin. The original one got totaled. You remember Mark Ravens, right? I'm not going to pretend like I know who that is. All right. So Mark was my best friend. Uh, he died four years ago. Actually, um, what's today? The 24th? 3rd? Uh, 24th. All right. So the 26th in two days, next, this coming Tuesday, will be four years he's been gone. Um, okay. He died in a horrific car wreck. Uh, he went to the Grit House a lot. So uh, Nate and Donnell knew him well and stuff like that and everybody up there. But um, anyway, uh, he... Uh, he was beside me when I totaled the original car. I was doing a test hit. It blew a radiator hose. I lost it, hit a tree, and done a front flip. And, you, you know, you know, you know me long. I've tore up some cars. Yeah. Like, there's a list of cars I've tore up, you know. But doing what I do, it's, it's how it goes, you know. Um, you When you try to make double, triple, quadruple the horsepower from factory and put on a little bit tire, stuff can go wrong real fast. Yeah. You know. I mean, I think I don't know how I met you originally. You'd hit me up about doing supercharging your Challenger, right? Yeah. So I was, um, I don't remember specifically, but for I don't know who told you about me. Uh, I don't remember. It may, it may have been Nate from Nathan King. It, it, um, yeah, it might have been. But I, th I think I, because I think you were like the guy around Cleveland, Tennessee to like to, I don't, I don't really know. I have no, I don't really remember. Right, so, right. I'm I just know you came to the track and met me with your car. That, yeah, that's yeah. right. So mm -hmm. I was I was interested in supercharging my car, and it's a very unorthodox vehicle because <laughs> it's like, why would you want to supercharge a V6? Are you an idiot? I may it be. makes good power though, man. It makes good like, power for what it is. It's like I may be an idiot, but <laughs> it's fun. So yeah. Um, yeah, no. So I got I got the Challenger, and originally, so my car my uh, Challenger is a 2019 um, GT. And um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, that was the same year that the the, uh, the, the wide body scat pack came out. I think so. I think that's and uh, I was looking at that, and I'm like, I don't really want to pay like 60k for a vehicle, <laughs> so I don't think I'm gonna do that. But um, the no, hell, so you I, probably got a good penny in years now. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So I uh, I started following this guy on Instagram. He by the name of 86 face. I think his actual name's Alex Wise. And okay. um, he has, or at the time, he had a Dodge Challenger with the same exact exact supercharger, which is a, a RIP kit. So from RIP Superchargers. Yeah. And um, looked it up. I was like, okay, this is kind of different. And I, I'm not, I am not mechanically inclined whatsoever. So I don't know shit about cars. And everybody gave me shit about doing it. And I was like, I don't really care. Whatever. So Yeah, it's your money. Um, I uh so I ended up buying it and um I think I got some info from you that one day up up in uh was it Ringgold, Georgia is where I met you. I think so, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. At, the, at Brainerd Drag Strip. Yeah, that's right. So uh it wait, so is Brainerd actually Tennessee or is that Georgia? It's it's Georgia. It's like a hundred feet in, into the state of Georgia or something like okay. I mean it's literally on the state line. Okay, so, but yeah, came there, got some uh, info from you, because I was trying to ask people that new shit, so yeah. I, I don't know anything about that stuff, so, but anyways, got it, um, I got it installed. I told you to get two brothers to put it on, right? 
Yes, exactly. So I got them to install it, and uh, they did a wonderful job. Yeah. And uh, the, only thing, the only thing is that they, they didn't have a dyno, so I couldn't That's get it right. tuned. So I was like, I had the car, and it was my only car. So I'm driving it for two weeks up until I actually get it tuned, and they're like, for the love of God, do not hit the throttle on it. Gonna, yeah, you'll blow it up. <laughs> you're going to blow it up. So I was like, okay. And at the time, my commute for work was like 30 miles just getting to work. And I'm like, this is going to suck. So, yeah. <laughs> but it, eventually, eventually, I got it tuned by some guy up in uh, Flintstone, Georgia, okay. I think. I don't I don't even remember the guy's name. I don't remember the business. But they were cool. Uh, they got it set up within a couple hours. And then um, the rest is history. So, but yeah. uh, And you've got a lot of miles on that bad boy now. Bro, I just hit 70,000 miles on it. And, I mean, you drive the hell out of it, so I mean... Is it still your only... Is it your DD still? Yes. I love yeah. it. Yeah, It so, shows reliability, though. I mean, it shows reliability. Yeah, but I'm eventually probably going to have to get a new vehicle because, unfortunately, I've been having a lot of issues with it. So oh, um, really? I, I could get it fixed, but it's like, to me, right now... Oh, the lifters, right? You hit me up about the lifters. Uh, the camshaft is trash because uh, I think the V6s for Challengers are like notorious for uh, crapping out. So yeah, the Fenstar 3.6. They're great motors. They make good power, but the lifters wear out and wear out the cams. And yeah, so um, I mean, it, and it's like an act of Congress trying to get my car into a shop around here. They're like, yeah, it's gonna be about four months, and I'm like, I don't have four months. I'm <laughs> yeah. like. Jesus Christ. Is that normal? Is that a normal um, thing? It's became that way. Parts are ridiculous. People don't want to work, you know. Um, so for people on here that don't know, I own ABC Automotive here in Cleveland, Tennessee. It's a little small shop. We started up a couple years ago now. And um, it, it's, you know, we're fortunate. It's it's doing well. Um, I always want to do better, but it's it's doing well. And my wife runs it full time for me. Um, and I, I work in dermatology. But uh, anyway, yeah, we uh, we run into that a lot. People call and uh, we try not to have anything big scheduled out that far um, since we're a small shop. We just don't have the we don't have the space for it. Um, so luckily, most of the time we can get you in pretty quick. But we have told people, you know, a week or two weeks. And that's about the, the norm for us. But a lot of them, I know they're saying two, three months. Heck, we um we're looking for an engine for a car and they told us something crazy like 47 weeks it was a random number and i was like who waits 47 weeks on an engine so yeah, it is sounds terrible yeah it, it is and we run into customers that get angry because they have to wait or waiting on parts it's part of it but you know they don't understand the entire world's having this problem it's not yeah. just me or my shop um you know we most it's very rare but it does happen um, so we try to inform people and stuff like that, but you know, it, it is what it is. Um, but to, uh, to tell somebody that long, especially when it's their only car, they, they can't deal with that. They don't have, they don't have an option. So they drive it till it can catastrophically fails or, you know, they try to get a loaner or rent a car, but hell, everything's so expensive right now. You know, you can't just go trade it in unless you want to pay way over invoice for a car. Yeah. So and that's kind of like I, I I'm probably just gonna have to kind of bite the dust on this car and get a new one because like I if it's it's so bad. Like I got it 
fixed, put in quotes, um, <laughs> about like two months ago. Yeah, band aid. Exactly. I told like because originally they were like, yeah, okay, it's gonna be about five thousand dollars for us to do whatever, and I'm like, oh. uh, I'm like, fuck. That's I think amazing. I, Exactly. And I think that's what I I had reached out to you about that. And I'm like, I can probably just get a new engine and not have to worry about you fixing this because I I brought it to like some sketchy ass shop on the outskirts of Dallas because like I was actually on my way to work and my car is like, it was like it's getting ready to blow up. And I'm like, great. This is the last thing I need right now. So Mm -hmm. I get, I bring it to the shop and um, I'm not going to call them out, but um, they were not very professional. Um, I hate that man. So, so they, I mean, it is what it is, but they just, it, it kind of felt like they were kind of jacking me around. Right. And, yeah. Cause that's what you told me. You were, you were nervous about, you thought they were trying to screw you or bullshit you into something that you didn't need. Yeah. But I mean, and I could be totally wrong. I, yeah. yeah I, but you don't know. That's exactly. what second opinion's for. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like I said, I'm not super mechanically inclined with all this shit, but like it just felt very weird. And they had my car for like almost a month, and I'm like, oh, dude, yes. I'm like, what are y'all doing? I, it, yeah, it was it was ridiculous. But anyways, so um, I'm like, because if I were to sell the vehicle, I would have to get it retuned because it's been about two years. And I feel like that's a very long time to not like have a car like I guess retuned. I could be wrong. It, it shouldn't be tuned again now. Okay, well, something else is still wrong with it, and it's probably just the cams because they didn't fix yeah. that. I told them, you know what, fuck it. It, I, it probably it probably ate a uh, some of the lobe off, so you know it's not gonna the valve's not gonna open and close like it should, so it's gonna run a little rough or not have the power it did. It's gonna be down on power. I should have just got a Hellcat, man. Hey, I tried to sell you one. I don't, I can't afford an eighty thousand dollar vehicle. Sorry. <laughs> I only had what like twenty two hundred miles on it, so that was my that was one of my doctor's vehicles I worked for, and uh, he didn't he bought it and he just he never drove. It. I mean, they had it for a year and a half, and I think it had twenty one hundred miles or something like that on it, and uh, you know it had all the options on it, and mm-hmm. uh, he ended up he traded it in at the Dodge dealership here in town because nobody wanted to buy it. I mean. You know, nobody has that kind of money just laying around. And and so you got to find somebody that's looking for that vehicle. And so he, he wasn't so or I mean, he couldn't find anybody. So he just traded it in. Uh, I think he got his wife a Grand Cherokee or something like that, like a, a loaded Grand Cherokee and a bunch of money in his pocket. OK, that's not a bad deal, I guess. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, he just didn't need it. So was it a Charger or a Challenger? Because people Challenger, two door yeah. Challenger. It had, I mean, every option on it that you could get. Big brake, all of it. So, oh uh, yeah, that's my dream car. So wide body though, wide body. Yeah, his had the wide body on it. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it had every. I think it was eighty-seven grand sticker price. Oh, here is my son and my wife. Hey, buddy. Hi. So. <laughs> My son, um, he'll probably be tackling me in a minute, but go ahead. That's fun. So, now, I don't know if I told you this, but there was a, uh, so not this past Christmas, but the Christmas before, my fiance, girlfriend at the time, uh-huh. was, um, she, so she knows, obviously, she, like, I'm into the Hellcat, whatever. So, she knows that, like, I really like that car. And right. um, I opened up this, she got me this envelope and had, like, this card in it. And I pulled it out and, like, halfway as I'm pulling it up, I can tell that it's a Hellcat. I'm like, 
in the back of my mind, I'm like, did you buy me a Hellcat? I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Damn, I'm going to marry you today. Yeah. So, but long story short, no, she did not buy me a Hellcat. But um, she got me some tickets to go to this thing called the Extreme Experience. Yeah. So you get to drive them, right? Exactly. So, um, and the Hellcat, I think at the time, was the only muscle car that was featured on their lineup. So they have a lot of exotic cars, um, you know, Lamborghinis, uh, yeah. Nissan, Nissan GTR, all like, you know, a couple of supercars, whatever. Then the Hellcat. Um, I don't think it was the red eye, but I think it was a Hellcat wide body. So, yeah, my doctor was a red eye. So, so, um, so the day before we're supposed to go. We get we get a text that says, "Sorry for the inconvenience, but the Hellcat has been discontinued." What? Uh, yeah, discontinued, and we're only like you can choose from any of the other vehicles of equal or, or lesser value. And I'm like, "What? That's the so, only car you wanted to drive?" <laughs> exactly. And but I wasn't even 100 percent positive I was gonna be able to drive it. So because yeah. I'm a, I'm a tall boy, I'm six eight. So. Yeah, you can fit in it, but it's I, not going to be easy. I yeah, so I can fit, but on their like on their website it says you have you can be six five or lower, and they make you wear a helmet. And I'm like, I don't know if this is going to work out, Courtney. Courtney's Courtney my fiance, and I'm like, yeah. I don't know if this is going to work out, but let, you know what? Let's just go ahead and do it. So tall guy uh, problems. Exactly. So, but uh, no, I never, never went because I think they're actually literally. I think Dodge is discontinuing the Hellcat. They did. Uh, they discontinued the entire lineup of them uh they just weren't uh, they weren't competitive is their problem they make a lot of power they're they're bland yachts but they they don't they don't hook real well they were taking you know the new corvettes and outrunning you know a car that makes 300 more wheel horsepower but it you know they they just they weren't competitive now supposedly they might be coming out with a a lineup with like the grand wagoneer and a couple other ones we'll see I don't know because my doctor, if they come out with a Grand Wagoneer, uh, like an SRT package or whatever, um, with like a Hellcat motor, he's going to buy one. So, okay. yeah, they're also, they were saying if they do, it's going to be like $170,000. Oh, totally worth it. <laughs> yeah. So, I'd have to live, I'd have to live in it. I mean, yeah, you know, much. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, uh, you know, I got to, I had a Hellcat, um, at my shop for um about a week i done a big break kit on it um it was my wife's stepdad's brother however you want to say it. anyway um it, his was the charger though um his and he only had he only ran the red key in it so when i got to drive it had the red key but it was a i think it was a 16 model and the first time i drove it and got on the highway you know my car my car makes a lot of power yeah. and it's way faster than that but i can understand while people are scared of that car factory from 70 mile an hour with traction control on nailed it. And it about put me in the other lane. So, I mean, it was a violent car. <laughs> yeah. So. I've, I've never had the opportunity to even sit in one. So, um, oh. if for me to say I'm not jealous would be a lie. So <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're fun, man. Expect, you know, and that's why I try to tell everybody, you know, a couple cars like mine, you know, mine's obviously not nowhere near like the baddest on the planet or nothing, but you know, it makes really good power. It's pretty light. It works well. And so when people are like, Oh dude, you know, you, you probably get bored in a factory car. I'm like, ah, it's perspective. You know, my car is designed for a straight line. I'm not going to take a quarter at 120, you know, (laughs) um, it's just, 
and it's all what you're used to and what you like. Any car that's fast. I mean, I used to love right, driving turbo Civics, you know. Um, so I still like anything that's you know makes power. It doesn't have to be a thirteen hundred horsepower drag car. Yeah. So, um, and like my new toy I'm building, um, I'm building that Ariel Adam replica basically. So it's like a little, um, it's a tube chassis car. Uh, they had them on, had it on Top Gear years ago. Jeremy Wade or Jeremy Adams, whatever dude's name was on Top Gear, drove it. Uh, man, like peeled his face almost. So, Jesus. Uh, yeah, yeah, because there's no windshield. It's literally a tube car and mine should make 450 horsepower roughly and it weighs about 1300 pounds that is insane yeah yeah it's gonna be a blast it's just i've always wanted one i got the opportunity to build one my boy zach watson he does all my fabrication uh he owns watson fab uh and he lives up in uh, virginia so i take my car up there all the time and we do work on it and then we decide to build it the atom and I was glad we did. So it's almost done. Technically the guy's supposed to hit me up today to do the startup tune on it. And then, um, I think Jason waters, do you know who he is? Nope. Don't know him. Uh, okay. Well, he's a big tuner, local guy into Hondas and, uh, it's got a Honda motor in it. So I think I'm going to take and drop it off to him for a couple of days and let him, uh, tune it and have, get it ready and then go race cane in it. Okay, cool, man. Yeah. So coming back to drag racing, I was curious yeah. about this. Um, mm-hmm. So is there like something that's not really, that's something that's frowned upon. I'll give you an example. So like steroids for bodybuilding, like that's kind mm-hmm. of like taboo or frowned upon in right. the bodybuilding world. So like, is it, are there certain types of enhancements that are frowned upon whenever you're doing drag racing? Yeah. Good question. Uh, so like two chassis cars are frowned upon. Basically it's where they take and build a tubular chassis cut everything off of a car and set a body onto a tube chassis car. It makes it a lot lighter. Um, you can make the wheelbase as long or short as you want. You can put the engine where you want. So that's a big deal. It's frowned upon in small tire stuff because like I said, we're on a budget and we want to take real cars and race them, not a full, you know, a full tube chassis car or like lack of a better word for people that don't know cars, a pro mod pro mod is a lot different than that, but basically you know, people like to call a tube chassis car a pro mod, even though if it's, you know, not, if it's still got a factory body on it. Um, so that one's a definitely uh, frowned upon. And that's really about it, man. Um, some people don't like, like, the firewall. That's where the engine meets the, like, where your feet sit. Uh, and the back of the engine bay is called the firewall. They don't like when that's cut and moved. Um, some... Some tracks have gotten really strict. They make rules now because just like anything else, people like to, you know, push the rules. Um, and I mean, that's fine. We're, we're all competitive and we want to win, but some people want to do it. They want to be a little dirty about it. So they'll try to hide stuff, things like that. Um, and it is what it is. You know, you just, you just deal with it and go on most of the time. Uh, probably same thing with, like you said, like bodybuilding, you know, if you know, you just know, and you're like, whatever. And they never get the, I guess probably the full respect in racing compared to somebody that does it with like a, a true, a full car. Like, you know, the one that's got the factory frame rails and stuff like that. Um, 
but there's so many different options. It, it It's just like, like you said about bodybuilding. I mean, there's a million different, I guess, weight classes and what they're doing. If they're, uh, what is it called? Physique and stuff like that, like different classes and levels to it. Yeah. Um, and then I know one of the guys, Dan, is it Dan arena? Dan arena. So yeah. Good old Dan. So, uh, he told me, you know, he talked about, they, I guess they have ones where they, they, they do a all natural. You have to get tested and stuff like that. Um, and that makes it cool that, you know, that puts a nice perspective on it. Um, and that's if you don't cheat the system, which I'm sure people still do just yeah. like in, in me and my wife are huge, uh, UFC fans. And so anytime somebody pops positive, I'm like, well, great. You know, it kind of, it, it puts a bad, bad stigma against them for a long time. So are you a big Patty the Batty fan? Oh, dude! So last night I watched this. I didn't get his. I didn't watch his fight last night because I was working on my car, um, on my aerial Adam. But um, I seen where he got on there about his buddy committed suicide after he won, and you know was telling people, hey, you know, there's a stigma about men, you know, not talking about if they're having problems, you yeah. know, and you know my best friend. I, I don't have any best friends anymore because they all die. I've had four best friends in my life, and they've all died horrible deaths um so uh but my best friend for from when i was a young age brett schooley um he committed suicide and uh you know so i understand that and he did it over you know some bs that my father always had this uh comment that you know suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem and uh it, it's sad, but yeah, the guy's a, the guy's awesome. He's a, he's a hell of a fighter. He seems like a pretty humble guy for the most part. I mean, he's, you gotta, everybody tries to be, I guess, like Connor nowadays, because that's the only way. If you want to be somebody, you got to make some waves and if you want to get paid. And so that, that's part of it. People feed into the drama. Yeah. You know, I don't care about the drama. I, I just want to go in there. I don't want to see him go in there and have a good fight. You know, I don't want to see anybody get hurt, you know, knockout. That's, yeah, you know, I mean, it's part of the game, but I don't want to see somebody get permanently injured, you know, um, I, I that's so, uh, but the guy's pretty cool. Patty, he's, he's, he's the daddy, right? Isn't it Patty, the daddy or something like that? Uh, it's Patty, the baddie with the B. Baddie, okay. Yeah. yeah. He's a, uh, but I mean, dude seems like he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. Oh yeah, no doubt. So that's pretty. That's pretty dope. But uh, yeah, no. Come coming back to like what you're talking about with like men feeling like they can't talk about their feelings. Like, dude, I like I swear to God, the last three episodes that I've had on here, mm -hmm. I've talked about mental health because that's something that um, I wouldn't say I struggle with it a lot, but like you know, I do have um, times where I like in the past. It's getting better a lot now, where I feel I felt like I couldn't talk to to people. Because I feel yeah. like I could I couldn't confide in them, or I feel like I was going to be judged, or something like that. Like so, you're a bitch, or something, or hey, look at this pussy, blah blah blah. Exactly, because as men, it's very like um, taboo, or yeah. it's like you shouldn't. It's frowned upon. Like you shouldn't talk about that. Throw some dirt on it and fucking keep going, man. Like exactly. be a man. So, and yeah, I think exactly. I, <laughs> yeah. So I, I I think that's a problem. Like I feel it like is. it is. Because, like, you can't hold whatever you got going on in your life that's toxic or whatever. Because eventually it's going to spew out. And it's going to come out in ways that people might not really appreciate. You yeah, know? So, you can ruin your life over something that could have been fixed or helped. Yeah. Exactly. And, uh, you know, I lost my mom almost a year ago. Um, 
it was a me and her were real close and i think you actually came to my shop the first time when she went in the hospital and then um she so she passed away almost a year ago september 6th will be a year ago and uh you know and i was the her medical proxy so i had to make the call to you know take her off life support and i mean you think about that here you are you know i'm i'm a 34 year old man at the time and my mother that i care so much about uh, I'm, I'm basically you know ending her life yeah and uh you know i knew she did not want to be on life support and she knew i could make the choice but you know it hit me hard but right when i knew that she you know i'm in the medical field so i was talking to the doctors talking to all the nurses so i understood that she wasn't trending in the right direction and her all of her blood work was looking really bad and so like i was trying to prepare myself and i went to a doctor i was like hey dude like i don't know what i'm gonna do i need some some help you know to help me through this and they put me on prozac and i wasn't scared to admit it like i was on prozac and dude i stayed on it for six months because you know, and I, I was like, man, I don't ever get mad anymore. It was quite a nice change. Yeah. No anxiety like I had before. But if I didn't have something like that and didn't wouldn't have went to somebody, I don't know what I would have done. Because yeah. before that, I was distraught, to say the least. And, um, you know, my, my wife, you know, she was there for me and she helped me through everything. Just like when my buddy Mark died and everything like that, she's been there with me through it all. And so she's... You know, that's that's why we have a spouse, you know, and we we it's not only for, you know, for a kid or, you know, hey, look at this. It's, you know, to have somebody beside you for when you need them or to to lean on them, you know. Yeah. And so my, my wife's very strong woman and, you know, was there for me. So um, I was grateful for that. But more men need to, you know, understand that, you know, we have feelings oddly, too. And sometimes they need talked about before we hurt ourselves or somebody else for exactly. a reason that didn't have to happen. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt, man. I mean, that's definitely a good thing. And like I was saying, when we first popped on is like, you know, I got back in the gym and like, for me, mm-hmm. you know, it, you know, it goes two ways. It's like, you want to, you want to like look good. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. super awesome. But you also want to like feel good mentally as well. So yeah. And that definitely does it for me. It's like once I'm done, you know, I kind of beat the shit shit out of myself at the gym. Like I got those endorphins flowing. I'm like, I'm feeling good. You know, every your entire day is better. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I get that. You know, I've been, I've been, I need to bad, especially, um, you know, like I I had a bad wreck. Um, October 1st will be two years ago. Um, I had that big Jeep Gladiator and my dumb ass wasn't wearing a seatbelt. Everybody wear a seatbelt. And uh, I got chunked out on I-75, and my body bounced off the guardrail, and I went bouncing down the highway at 70 mile an hour. God. So literally, I hit, I got, somebody hit my back tire, I got spun, hit the guardrail, and then got T-bone and started flipping. So my body went through the soft top and ripped the soft top off of my Jeep. And we're talking a lifted Gladiator on 37s. And I go airborne and come down and smack a steel guardrail so hard. My body bounces off of it and goes down, bouncing down the highway. So I had road rash on like 12 or 13% of my body, and I broke 16 bones. Eight ribs, punctured a lung, collarbone, four vertebrae, a couple bones in my feet. Like, I was tore up. And uh, so, you know, that that was, uh, but going back to that is I 
uh, after that, I've been in a lot of pain. I've had a couple neck surgeries, and uh, it's stuff I'm going to have to deal with for the rest of my life. I've got neuropathy, but it was my own damn ass fault. But, you know, I've gained weight and stuff like that, and I'd love to get back in the gym just to feel good, you know. Because yeah. uh, I did that right before I got married, you know. I was like, I, I'm not going to be a fat husband, which I'm a fat guy now. But, like, I was not going to be a fat groom, you know. I went in the gym, worked out, ate real healthy. Um and a guy named Hassan, uh, I don't remember his last name, but he was a trainer. He started doing training and he was doing it at the grit house. Yeah, and, I, know uh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And so he, uh, you know, he trained me for about two months. And, uh, you know, I didn't drop much weight, but I dropped a lot of body fat and I got like in pretty damn good shape, especially I was, how old was I? I was 30, 31 at the time, 30, 31, something like that. So. Um, and, uh, it, it was nice. And so, yeah, and I felt great and I'd love to feel that way again. So, yeah. you know, it, it's hard to find time, especially, you know, it's just you and your fiance, right? Me, my fiance and our two dogs got a yeah, burn, dogs. Yeah. got a Bernadoodle and a boxer. So Okay. A what? A boxer. And they're fucking crazy. I'm calling no, no, you the, out. Uh, the other one. Uh, a Bernadoodle and a boxer. What's what the hell is a Bernadoodle? Yeah, it's, so it's a Bernadese mountain dog and a poodle mix. The fuck? Yeah. Okay. It's, a, it's, it's, it's like a mini version. So it's uh <laughs> he's a cute dog, but dude, he is fucking annoying. Alfie, if you're watching, calling your ass out, man. So um no, they're, they're, they're cool. So I, I love them. Um my uh, my fiance's had the boxer for about twelve ish years, and then, okay, okay, um, so he's an old man. Uh, it's actually a female, but yes, she is oh, old. Okay. Uh, yeah. The Bernadoodle is a male, and he's okay. like two and a half years old. Got a funny story. Got a funny story for everybody. So this is going to be kind of interesting. So, um, so met my girl back in 2019. Uh, I was working in McKinney, Texas at the time. Met her. Um, at the time, she only had the boxer. And then uh, was here for about five months, meaning in Texas. I moved back to Tennessee, which is where I grew up. And um, we kind of like didn't really talk too much from that time because like I was leaving. She didn't really want to talk and get attached to me and stuff like that. Totally get it. And a um, couple of months later, some like, I don't know, it was the next year, 2020. She like randomly texted me. was like, hey, I got a new I got a new dog. And I'm like, why are you texting me? Um, and, uh, she's like, she showed, showed me a picture. I was like, that's kind of a cute dog. And she's like, you'll never believe what the dog's name is. It's named Sean. And I'm like, who the exactly. Who names a dog Sean? Like, that's like, I'm not like shitting on my own name. Cause I mean, it's, I mean, it's, but a it's not a dog name. name. No, it's not a dog name. Like who, whoever did that needs to be slapped. So. Yeah. That's, but, that's hilarious. So yeah. what's bad is a dog reminded her of you. Well, little, it, <laughs> I'm not I'm not a dog, but but I'm just be, saying, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but well, we had we, we had the same name. That's why it reminded her of me. Yeah, so. yeah no, sure. <laughs> hey, at least it got y'all together, so that's all that matters. Yeah, I kind of owe Alfie a little some extra scratches on his head or something. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, yeah, we don't have any animals anymore. Uh, so before I lost my mom, well. My dog, Jake, of almost 15 years, died three days after my mother in my arms in my living room. Fuck. Yeah. So, like, I lost, I lost, we lost our hound. Actually, <laughs> today, 
one year ago is when we lost our hound and it was mine and my wife's first dog together when we got an apartment god nine years ago and so um we got this little uh, little mutt man she was a little mutt from the pound covered in fleas and uh she's a good dog but she got diabetes at like eight years old out of nowhere And, and uh she made it almost six months after she got diabetes and she died and then lost my mom and then my other dog. So I was like, I'm done with animals for a while, you yeah. know, cause I'm, we get super attached to our animals. So, Oh yeah, no doubt. You know, uh, but we got a little, you know, I've got a son, his name's Atlas. And so, um, he's, he takes our full attention now. And so, uh, what is it in the world? That's a dope name. I, like I appreciate that. it. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was funny. Um, me and my wife, agreed that she could you know if it's a girl she picked the name boy i'd pick the name so and it took me a while to still sell her on atlas and then uh so his name is atlas ronan randolph that so. is like he's gonna be a <laughs> fucking warrior i hope so uh, uh at least he's a stud he's a good looking kid too we're fortunate on that he got that from her definitely not from me so, you know, I mean, he, he's a good looking kid. Um, he's a handful, but it's funny. You know, I, I waited till I was 32 to have a kid. You know, everybody freak. You know, my brother had children young and me and my brother were and my parents were young when they had us. I just didn't want that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I just didn't want it. And but I do understand why people do it now, because 35 year old man, he wants to go run around. I'm like, dude, I really just want to sit on the couch and kick my feet up and chill out, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, so, well, he went with me to the shop today, um, cause I'm trying to get my Adam running. I had to get something for the shop and, um, he was like, daddy, please. And I was like, shit. So I threw him in the car and we went to the shop just cause he wants to be around me, you know, which is awesome. So, but they're not like a dog ring. Go just, you know, go sit in the corner, you know, and get, do that to a kid for a while. You're going to get child abuse, you know, yeah. so, but so when y'all get married, when you and the, uh, the fiance get married. So we're still about like a year and a half out. Um, we haven't okay. actually set an exact date, but we're shooting for December 2nd. Um, okay. so, so we're looking at this place uh, here in Dallas. It's like a rooftop. Um, so okay. origi- originally we're going to do November 11th. Okay. But, um, this place does not. Um, how much I know where this. So in December, they put a tent over the portion of like where the roof's at. That way, like it's, you know, it's warm up there, blah, 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 mm-hmm. whatever. In November, they don't do that. They're like, if you want this tent, you're going to pay $15,000 for it. And I'm like, $15,000 for a tent? Why would I do that? So um, right now it's tentative, but we're going to, we're shooting for December 2nd, 2023. So Okay, okay. Well, hell, I'll have to get an invite to that. I don't know that I can make it, but I used to live in, in San Antonio, so it'd be cool maybe do a little trip. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, if uh, it depends on how many uh, how many people we can actually invite because there's a, there's a max. So if I don't invite you, just fucking <laughs> flick me off or something. So, <laughs> Well, you can but, send me an invitation. I can just send you something for your wedding. That's, how about that? We'll do that. Okay. I'm, I'm, yeah. not asking, I'm not asking for gifts, but uh, I'll do that. So. Yeah. Um, a bottle of whiskey will be cool. Uh, yeah. I like whiskey. We got a nice so. little line up there, man. Yeah. So. Oh, this is this is like nothing. I mean, I got I think I counted I recounted the other day. I have 119 bottles of whiskey. I'd hate to add up how much that was in money. That's a dime. It is a dollar fifty in Bitcoin. So um 
It's dollar yeah. fifty on Bitcoin. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, but no, whiskey's my jam, man. But um, yeah. I can talk about that shit all day. So. I- yeah, you know, I wish I really wish I could drink, you know, like my body just doesn't like it anymore, sadly. Um, my wife, she likes some wine. And like I said, we're we're going on a trip in I think it's in end of August and we'll be gone for about a week. We're going to Florida, just going to Universal. They have like we love haunted houses and stuff. And it's like their haunted week or their when their haunted week starts for um, for ha- for Halloween. And so we get to go to all their haunted houses in Universal. That is cool. I like that. It'll be awesome because we love haunted houses, man. Yes. And it's our first trip away, just me and her, since our son's been born. You know, and he's he's over three now, so you know it's been a while. It's a long time coming. So pretty much, he needs to get a job and get out of the house. Pretty pretty much, man. I'm telling you. So he uh, stop being a mooch. Yeah, well, probably they'll just kick my ass out. You know, (laughs) but uh, he uh. He's a good kid, and but we're excited about it. It'd be nice to get out. Um, but about the the alcohol is, you know, she's gonna get to drink whatever she wants. And at these um, at this horror show or whatever, they have all kinds of crazy alcohol that they serve. And I was like, well, she gets to drink everything, and I can't because like my just my body won't take it anymore. So I was, I'm quite jealous of that. Yeah. So you either got O'Doul's or a Virgin Mary. Or whatever yeah, the fuck that shit. Yeah, yeah, pretty much whatever. Yeah. So I, I'm a fat kid. I'll probably just have a soda and call it a day. <laughs> wait, so what is that? Wait, is, is, it's not Virgin Mary. What the hell am I trying? You know what I'm talking about? It's like a non-alcoholic like cocktail or something. Well, there's uh, a. What the hell is that called? People, help me out. I don't know. I don't remember either. I, like it'll, I said, I. It'll it'll come back to us. Yeah, yeah. Screw it. Anyway, but. Anyway, so, uh, so those, so those uh you remind me whenever you're talking about the um the uh haunted houses. So last Halloween, my fiance and I went to this thing called a haunted soiree. And okay. there's like there's this mansion here in uh in Dallas that they held they held the event at and it's super cool. They got these like um all of the employees there are spirits, so they're dressed up in this like very like Victorian style a wardrobe and like they set up the house like kind of like a victorian whatever and uh they all have like, like these like english or british accents i don't know if those are kind of similar they may be but i don't know but um, but um you, you're kind of walking around the house and they got all these like creepy looking people dressed up as spirits and uh you don't like interact with you and they're like hey have you checked out the blah 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 upstairs or whatever <laughs> And you'll go up there and they'll kind of like, they'll play games with you and it's kind of like creepy, but then they got like little bars set up to where you give them like your ticket to get a free drink or whatever, well, free, you know, you're paying for it, but you get a yeah, drink. Yeah. And um, it's pretty cool. And they have a basement that had, they had a haunted house, which it was kind of cheesy, but also it was kind of cool at the same time. Yeah, but, you had uh, fun though. Yeah, so it was, it was cool. But yeah, whatever you're doing in uh, Florida, that sounds super cool. And okay. I want to go. Yeah, dude, it looks like the what's bad is we're looking at doing where they do like a little tour with just your group. And it was like two hundred and seventy five dollars a person for the day, just just for the tour in the evening for like an hour. I was like, we're already it's already cost a a fortune to go down there and stay uh, in a nice resort and everything for a week. I was like, I'm good. We'll just we've got fast passes because I don't like to wait in line. If I go somewhere, if I can't get a fast pass, I won't go there. Um, inflation is a bitch dude inflation's insane lately i don't know if that has anything to do with it i'm just 
it, it probably, I'm sure it does. I mean, er, you know, everything's going up, you know, fuel. Yeah, oh, yeah. I feel like it's a buzz. For me, it's a buzzword, inflation. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. So how's this podcast thing been going, man? It's, uh, I, you know, I caught a couple of the videos and stuff, and, you know, you'd hit me up about, you know, coming on here. How's everything been going with you? Enjoying it? Yeah, no, I, I really enjoy it. And um, so someone had actually asked me yesterday, like, hey, how's your following? Like, are you getting more followers? Blah, blah, blah. That's one thing I'm trying not to focus on is like, let me see who's watching my videos. Let me see how many people I got watching. How many people are watching this right now? So um, I am just trying to enjoy the process and just. Well, it takes fun. time. Anything else. Exactly. So I'm just having fun with the conversations. It's super cool. Everybody that I've had on is super uh, has been super fun. And um, I feel like it's getting me out of my comfort zone. Right. Um, Because at first, like, I'll tell you right now, the first couple episodes, like the conversation was like, I felt it it was good. But like me personally, I felt like very like clunky and like awkward. You know how like whenever you're like walking, like, let's say you're graduating from high school or something. You, you don't know what to do with your hands kind of deal. Yeah, yeah you're walking. You're like, I feel weird in my own body right now. That's kind of how I felt whenever I first started. But um, yeah. I feel like it's kind of helped with like to a degree with like public speaking or um, just having better conversations with people. So Yeah, more in depth, uh, I guess. Yes. So and it's it's helped me kind of like really think about how I'm talking and um, how to like really expound on certain questions that I will ask people. Right. So it's funny. Cause like, I'll find myself like anytime I'm having a conversation with somebody, I'm like, yeah, that's what I was. Um, oh, how am I trying to word this? I'm always looking for people to come onto the podcast. So like yeah. I'm, um, I don't know if I don't, I don't even know if I'm making sense right now, but whatever. But um, <laughs> all in all, I've been having fun with it. So that's, that, that's all that yeah. matters. Yeah, well, I mean, exactly. it's, we, we both talk a lot and we can, we're, you know, get along real easy. So it's easy to get off topic, first of all, with anything. And that's always been my problem. I'm too ADD. So oh. I'll talk a million miles a minute about whatever. Dude, um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. My brain is so weird. I'll like, you can tell me something about like, I had chocolate chip cereal this morning and that'll make me think of like the fucking Holocaust. Like, yeah. how, did yeah. your, how did your brain get to that? Like, exactly. My brain's super weird. So. Hey, it's it's all good. Um, yeah, well, that's why I'd ask if there was going to be a, you know, what kind of dialogue we needed to do, if it was going to be based on the, like, my race car, or my shop, and, you know, basically, you know, we had a good rundown on each thing, so. Um, well, let's, let's come back to the, uh, to, uh, it's funny, I, before we started recording, I was like, hey, how's the drag show going? I mean, wait, no, not the drag show. <laughs> So I was like, I'm retarded. Um, <laughs> yeah. How's the drag racing going? But uh, so no, coming back to the drag racing, um, is it? So do you have like groupies? Like, are there like ghost groupies? So like your car's called the ghost. So you know, I, I'm. I'll even say it on here. I'm known to be. I'm not trying to be an asshole, uh, but I guess I come off that way, and I don't mean to. And I'm not trying to be a smart ass to people because like all the people come around that want a shirt. Not it's not like a lot of people do or nothing, but the car gets a lot of attention. It's different. It's not your typical Fox body or something. So um, or Camaro, nothing against them. It's just not. And so it gets a lot of attention. And um, some other racers tend to be pissed off about that, whether they're faster than me or not or anything. They um, 
they tend to have more of a grudge. I think about that it gets attention. You know, like I've gotten a lot of sponsors with my car over the years because it's different. Yeah. Sponsors look at stuff that's going to get, you know, the views, period. You know, they, they want to know what, you know, draws people in. My car luckily draws people in. So I've got a few, um, nothing horrible. Uh, there's a couple people that tend to always be stuck at my car anytime they see it. And that's fine. I don't, I don't mind, but it, it's amusing at the same time too. Cause I mean, I'm not like, I've not won a lot of events or nothing like that, but I've not got to race much in the past two years either with my business, my wife, you know, my son, you know, we, we're just, we're busy. And so my wife does photography on the side and runs my business. So like when she does photography, I get my son for the weekend and people get married on, you know, Friday, Saturday or Sunday. So, um, you know, I'll have him. And then, um, when it's just us, it's hard to take a three-year-old to a track for nine hours and not worry about them getting ran over or getting their ears ruptured by somebody, you know, revving up the car super loud. So, um, It's difficult. Um, We hope to do more this fall, um, but I always hope to do more. I just got a new system on the car. We took it out testing the other day. It tested like hell, but we'll get figured out. Um, But it's it's different on the the aspect with the people that are interested in the car. Some people just make fun of it, and that's fine. You're always going to have haters, but we, you know, you understand just like anybody else, you know, there's no such thing as bad publicity, first of all. So, and if my name's in your mouth or my car's name's in your mouth, I'm doing something right because you're talking about it and I'm not talking about you. Yeah. So, um, and it's not, you know, it's not been out a lot lately or nothing, you know, there'll probably be messages cause I'll, I'll you know, I'll share this and there'll be some people either publicly talk trash on here about it or privately talk trash about it, which is fine. You know, it's I'm uh, not worried about them. I'm just gonna try Mick Ultra and be okay with everything in life right now. So, <laughs> so um but so, you know the the drag race I, I love it. It's it's the only I I like cars, man. You know, yeah. uh that's my hobby. Everybody knows me for it. That's why I ended up, you know, I've had a, a you know a decently, you know, early successful business um and it does help my wife runs it um you know she's there all hours of the day dealing with the 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 nice customers the assholes to everything else in between you know she's all logistics i don't even go by there anymore i'll go once in a blue moon but i don't go regularly at all because she's runs it so they look at me because i opened it that i'm supposed to know and i have no idea they call hey can you get me in next week? I'm like, hell, I, I don't know what's happening there tomorrow. <laughs> uh, you know, that's what she does. You, you yeah. got and she gets onto me all the time because people text me directly, you know, that have had my number for years. Cause I've had the same number 15 years and they'll be like, Hey buddy, you know, first of all, they want that friend discount. Yeah. They're not really a friend. You know, if they were, they wouldn't be asking for a discounts because they know I'm trying to get a business to grow, not by giving you, you know, a hundred dollars off a three thousand dollar bill. Exactly. You know? Um, so I love when they want that friend discount. It, it cracks me up. You know, people will probably be pissed off about, it, but it's true. You know. Yeah. Um, no. No. People always try to try to find. You know. 
like you said, a friend discount. Like, I think that's fucking bullshit. Like, if you are really a friend and someone's trying to start a business, like, you're not going to be like, hey, can I get a free T-shirt? Or, hey, can I get a free XYZ? Like, no. Like, for me, if you're starting something, I'm going to pay the full price because I want to, you know, I I love what you're doing. I love your grind. So, um, and that's why I'm a very big supporter of, like, small businesses. And that's why I always came to you. Yeah, I I was so grateful. And I know you charge more because I remember your wife was always like, hey, why doesn't he just go to like Jiffy Lube or something? I was like, it's not about like it's more so about like what you're doing and, and the, it's respect and relationship. That's yeah. And about, that was so. the thing. You you knew we cost more. We told you up front we cost more on certain things. But you're like, I like you. I like what you're trying to do. I know you're going to take care of my car. Do it. Yeah. And, you know, and that made me feel great, first of all, because, you know, you trust me enough with your car to do it and even pay more than what you could somewhere else. Yep. And, um, that's a big deal. Um, and so people like that, that's what makes businesses grow, you know? Um, and luckily everybody gives me a hard time, uh, about, you know, I talk a lot, uh, but it's helped me over the years because people know who I am and know about my shop. So word of mouth, you know, Facebook obviously does a lot, but word of mouth is what, got my business going and it's funny i opened two weeks before covid technically hit so that's the hardest time to ever open a business you know what was it Seven hundred thousand businesses closed down the first nine months it was something absurd and i was able to keep mine going you know and my wife has still kept it going so um you, you gonna die on me over there buddy <laughs> no, so for everyone actually watching, my uh, my boom arm kind of messed up. So, oh, uh, okay, um, yeah, no, I, I was leaning on it a little bit too much, and my fat ass weighed <laughs> it down. So, well, you got an arm that's like four feet long, man. Your arm's yeah, like I, half the long length of my body. So, my buddy the other day was like, "Dude, or this was like before I started getting back in the gym." He was like, "Hey, man, you got cafeteria lady arms," and I'm like, "What? What is that? So, <laughs> that's great." I, I can cook up some mean food for them kids at school, man. Uh, That that doesn't sound pedophile-like at all. (laughs) I should probably think about what I just said. So, um, yeah, no. But anyways, let's... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that was weird. But um, (laughs) I I shouldn't have said that. Um, (laughs) It happens. You can edit it out later. You know, we're keeping that shit in. Um, So, no, we're going to go ahead and end the podcast with one thing. Yeah. A question for you because coming back to your groupies uh-huh. um, with the ghosts, I was thinking about this earlier. And everybody that's into cars knows this song. If you don't, you don't. You just what, what are you doing? So, um, give me one second because I'm looking for it. But so Fast and Furious, <laughs> of course, I figured you know you know exactly what song I'm talking about. I, so I was a little ticked off whenever I showed my fiance this other, uh, earlier today. I was like, "Have you heard this song?" She's like. Never heard that in my life. You had like, no idea. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with you? Even if you're not really into cars, if you've seen yeah. the movie, then you're like, like we're getting engaged. We're engaged. How do you not know this? Exactly. So, um, whenever I think of groupies, I think of this song, and then I initially thought of you. So okay. I don't know how I, I don't know how well people can hear this, but we're gonna play it. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> So, anyways, yeah, that's all I got. Until next time, y'all. Peace. <laughs>